Podcast Help Desk, number 14, iTunes Revisited. This is the Podcast Help Desk with your host, Mike Dell. If you have questions about podcasting, how it works, how to set up your website or RSS feed, drop Mike a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com or email your question to podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. You can even tweet your question by using the hashtag podcasthelpdesk. The Podcast Help Desk is now open. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike Dell, and of course, this is the Podcast Help Desk, which is now open. As I said at the beginning there, I'm going to revisit iTunes. Here we go again. But iTunes is the 800-pound gorilla, and I literally get tons, I mean tons, of questions about iTunes. And some of them make sense, some of them don't make sense, and some people have a completely, I wouldn't say wrong, but a completely skewed idea of what iTunes actually is and how it works. So I'm going to go into that one more time. If you've listened to some of my previous episodes, we've touched on all this before, but hey, we're going to touch on it again, and I've got a few other specific questions that I'm going to answer, but the basics are... There's two or three different things that iTunes is. Two, really. One is iTunes is an application that runs on your Mac or your Windows machine that manages your music. And as a side thing that it does, it manages your podcast subscriptions. And that's not really what we're talking about exactly today. We're going to talk about the other part of it. That's the iTunes Store. And the iTunes Store is also many things. It's an application store for your iOS thingies, such as iPads, iPods, and, of course, iPhones. The iTunes Store for podcasting is basically the world's largest and most comprehensive podcast directory. There are others. Microsoft has one. The uh, BlackBerry has one. Of course, there's Blueberry and Tech Podcast Network, which also are directories. Uh, I believe Rob Walsh over at uh, Podcast 411 has a directory of directories. So there's there's a lot of them out there, but the, the 800-pound gorilla is iTunes. And once you're in iTunes, uh, chances are you're going to be, you know, at least be able to be found. Uh, and we're going to go into a little bit of that. Uh, later on in the show here. But that's the part we're talking about. How how to set your podcast up to be in iTunes. It's it's not really hard. Uh, if you take my advice and you have a WordPress website, and like I said, that's my suggestion for anybody that wants to get into podcasting that isn't already. And if you've got some other setup that works for you, then great. And uh, some of these tips aren't really going to help you, but in WordPress and PowerPress, which is a plug-in to WordPress, it's a free plug-in. You do not have to pay Blueberry for any functionality of PowerPress. PowerPress will work whether you have a Blueberry account or not. But, of course, if you have a Blueberry account, 
you know, for statistics or for hosting, you can uh, integrate it with your WordPress installation, and, and that works out really nice. But, you know, for the sake of this discussion, you don't have to. And, you know, there's nothing that, that PowerPress does uh, normally that it won't do with or without a, an account. But as it relates to iTunes, uh, in your settings for PowerPress, there's an iTunes tab. Now, if you're in the simple mode, or I forget what they call it, the non-advanced mode, <laughs> you, uh, you won't have this tab. So you need to switch to advanced mode. There's a big blue button right there in the PowerPress settings to uh, switch to advanced mode. So you want to do that. And you want to go in there to the iTunes tab. And in the iTunes tab, there's all kinds of uh, little settings you want to set. And uh, I'm going to bring mine up as we speak uh, for podcasthelpdesk.com. I've got that open, and it's in your PowerPress settings. And like I said, a lot of this applies to, uh, you know, if you're doing your feed another way, everything is somewhat similar. Or if you're doing manual tagging, you're on your own. But in the iTunes, or yeah, in the iTunes tab in PowerPress, there's a thing at the top that says iTunes subscription URL. That's something that Apple will send you once they've approved your uh, podcast to be in the iTunes store. That's something you put in after you've done all the rest of this. But under where it says iTunes program subtitle, it's in iTunes settings. You'll see that if you go to the iTunes listing for Podcast Help Desk, the subtitle uh, doesn't show up uh, anywhere on the the uh, web page for the iTunes listing. It might show up in the store. But in, in this case, I was answering your questions about podcasting. That's all I put for a subtitle. No big deal. Uh, I wouldn't worry so much about that one. The next one's your summary. Uh, your summary can't contain any HTML, so it's just uh, text. And you can put up to 4,000 characters. Uh, you know, I guess the more the merrier. In my case, it says helping you get set up to podcast, maintain your podcast website, help with iTunes, Stitcher, and other directories, and help with Blueberry hosting and media statistics and more. Ask your questions and hear your answers on the show. And if you look at my, and that's, you know, in the setting in the iTunes tab of PowerPress, and if you look at my iTunes uh, listing, that's under description, and it, you know, prints that out just fine. Uh, you'll also know, notice that uh, it's got a, a, on my iTunes listing, it has copyright 2014, Michael G. Dell. That's me. And on the iTunes tab, it doesn't say anything about that. You have to go to the feeds tab to get that copyright infor information in there. And right there uh, in the feeds tab of PowerPress, you'll see copyright 2014, Michael G. Dell. Or you won't see it. I see it. I keep forgetting this is audio. But that basically tells you where these things are. Uh, you see Podcast Help Desk with Michael Dell. That is the official title of my show. And in the Feeds tab, where it says Feed Title, you can uh, you put that in there. And that's what's going to show up in iTunes when people look for your show or just happen across it. Feed description, uh, 
I left mine blank because my uh, blog description that I set up in uh, in WordPress uh, fills that in. But you could change it to something else if your blog description and your podcast description are kind of different. And then uh, you know, a few other settings you can throw in there. Uh, you can click on optimize your summary from blog post, and I don't really recommend that anymore. Uh, but it does, you know, create different things in but I, I recommend not to do that uh, iTunes program keywords uh, we, we got a question about uh, iTunes SEO but this is where you would put the keywords you want your your uh, podcast to be found and uh, in my case I got podcasting how to technology podcast video audio RSS powerpress WordPress feed burner and iTunes that's my keywords and if you Search on those terms in the uh, the iTunes store. You may or may not come up with my podcast here. And then under the category, it's uh, under technology and podcasting. And, uh, of course, I have uh, display nothing under iTunes explicit. I probably could put clean, but uh, it really doesn't matter. Uh, but if you do cuss in your podcast, you really should put yes, explicit content. Because if iTunes happens to review your show later on down the road and you don't have that explicit tag and you're talking about explicit things or you're cussing or whatever, they will delist your uh, podcast. And then the other important thing is the iTunes email. Uh, You want to put a valid email address in there and preferably the same address you have your uh, Apple account under is, is usually best. And that's how iTunes will communicate with you if they have to for any reason but between the feeds the itunes and the artwork tabs those are the most important your artwork the itunes image you have to have that otherwise itunes uh, will look pretty lousy when it uh, brings up the page for your show and of course it needs to be a 1400 by 1400 square image and it can't be 1401 and 1399 it's 1400 and 1400 square because otherwise that it'll get it'll kick, get kicked back has to be in jpeg or ping i suggest jpeg just for size because the ping gets a lot bigger and has to be rgb you can't use cmyk or index color or anything like that and make it 72 dpi which you know if you've got 1400 pixels each way when it scales down it's, it'll look fine as long as it looks good at uh, 1400 pixels you're good then I always check the thing says uh, iTunes episode image. I just use the image above. I don't change my epi- episode images. They're, they're the same every time. So, you know, leave that where it is. And the same thing is, uh, as that is uh, uh, use the, the, the next one down there, the RSS2 image. It, uh, you can use the same image for, for that. And between those three, you'll not have any problem with your your images. So let me uh, go back to the questions, because uh, I was kind of going off the top of my head there. Uh, if I don't write stuff down, I don't cover it. <laughs> so I'm writing it down. Uh, here, here's, here's a question I get a lot. I mean, a lot. I uploaded my latest podcast episode today, and it's not in my iTunes listing. And this is the standard answer I get. I even have it in uh, Text Expander. 
I just have to type, you know, three or four letters and poof, it pops up. And that's how I answer those questions. And, so, and here's my standard answer. The iTunes store listing and what appears in your feed are two different things. People that subscribe to your feed in iTunes will get the new episodes as soon as you post them. But the listing at iTunes can lag a few days or sometimes up to a week or so. And it kind of lags behind your feed. You know, even if it shows up in your feed... And by the way, the best play, best thing to look at your feed with is the Firefox browser. You know, I, I don't care if you use it for anything else, but use that to look at your feed just to, to see that, that the episode actually made it, that the artwork is there, and everything looks right. And I recommend that wholeheartedly. Anyway, back to, to my answer. There's no way to automatically tell iTunes that your feed has updated since they removed their ping podcast feature. Okay, now, a lot of people won't even remember that. That was a couple years ago. But iTunes used to have a ping podcast feature where you could ping a certain address uh, with your feed address, and we had an automatic button right there in the PowerPress to do that. And it would let iTunes know, hey, there's a new episode, and then they would put it on their list to uh, update as soon as they got around to it. And then the last line of that is, if you think there's a problem at iTunes, please contact Apple Support at podcasts at apple.com. And everybody thinks that you're sending email into a black hole. Well, yeah, you kind of are, at least the first time around. The trick I found, and this is a good trick, this is worth the price of admission today. If you actually do have an issue at iTunes... Uh, with something that's going on that isn't working right for your podcast, or you, your podcast was pulled and they didn't tell you why, or something like that, you email podcasts at apple.com, give them your uh, iTunes subscription URL. Actually, really, all they need is a little number at the end. It's a seven, six, seven, or eight-digit number. Just give them that number and tell them your problem. You will get a form letter back, you know, pointing you to a couple of web pages that tells you about all the podcast specs and, and all that. Ignore that. Reply to that email and tell them the exact same thing you told them before, and usually a human will answer you. So there's the trick. That's, that's how you get through to Apple. But don't do it for everything because a lot of this stuff we can fix or it's not broke, <laughs> if that makes sense. You know, why fix it if it's not broke? Okay, here, here's another question I get a lot. How do I get my podcast to show up under whatever keyword in a search on iTunes? Well, we kind of touched on that in the settings part. There is those iTunes keywords. But also in your description, you know, put your uh, main subject in there. If you want to be found for uh, underwater basket weaving, make sure that that's in your description. Make sure that that's in your title maybe uh you know the underwater basket weaving podcast but make sure that it's prominent it's very much like google uh you know if you've practiced seo for google same sort of holds true for itunes although it is a bit of a mystery but near as near as anybody can tell uh, google it works the same as google seo it just sometimes takes a lot longer for it to you know for years to bubble up and we also think that Apple gives more weight to shows that get a lot of subscribers. So if your show gets discovered on iTunes or 
And, and this all sort of applies to the Apple Podcasts app for iOS. <clears throat> but if you get a lot of subscriptions in, in either iTunes or that, you're going to be found easier and they'll bubble you up to the top. So say you're in a, a, a category that's, you know, there's a lot of podcasts, you know, a tech category. You know, that seems to be a lot of more comedy or uh, uh, now internet marketing, uh, any of those. You know, if, if you're a popular show, you're bubble to the top. Uh, if you're not so popular, you don't have as lot, enough, a lot of subscribers yet, it's going to take a while. So don't freak out if you type in your perfect keywords and you don't show up right away. Search on your name or the host name, you know, whatever you've got as your iTunes talent uh, or your, you know, whatever, your name. You search on that. I mean, you search Michael Dell, you're going to get all my podcasts show up somewhere on the page, uh, you know, plus probably some interviews with the uh, CEO of Dell. But uh, anyway, but, you know, be patient. And, and I'm going to say the words be patient a lot because with Apple and iTunes, be patient is probably the best advice uh, on most of this stuff. Because as long as you, you've got a clean feed, you're hosting your media on a server that complies with their specifications, which, uh, like I said, most of them do. That you know, I know Blueberry does, Libsyn does, uh, most of the other podcast hosting companies, which, you know, for other reasons I wouldn't use. But, uh, you know, Blueberry and Libsyn, you're safe. Uh, Amazon S3, if you've uh, configured it correctly will work, uh, you know, any good media host and several web hosts. But like I said, I don't recommend that either uh, for various other reasons. And like I said, we'll do, we'll do shows on, on hosting and, and, and all that uh, in the future. But like I said, just, just be patient and, uh, you know, make sure your SEO is right uh, for Google and eventually you get popular, you're going to get found. And the more you get found, the better it gets. And it just kind of snowballs up. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's one. Here's my pet peeve one. And you've heard this one before if you've been listening all along. If not, uh, well, here's my pet peeve. I get this question, uh, the beginning of this question, because I don't read past uh, the word iTunes in this question, and I answer it. <laughs> anyway, the the answer, or the question is, when I upload my episode to iTunes, dot, 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 no, you don't. No, you didn't. You didn't upload your podcast to iTunes. Stop it. You do not upload to iTunes. iTunes gets, it doesn't even get your podcast. iTunes never downloads the file that you put on your hosting. It never does. iTunes gets your RSS feed. And iTunes then knows where your file is, and people that subscribe via iTunes or via the podcast app on iOS then know where your your uh, files are and download them directly from you or from wherever you've put them. But they do not get uploaded to iTunes. They do not get op downloaded from iTunes. iTunes is just the middleman. iTunes sits there in the middle and directs traffic. So if you've got your iTunes application open on your Mac or your PC and you're subscribed to the podcast help desk, 
And when I uh, release this episode on Friday, you're going to, or you're not going to, your iTunes application is going to, uh, hey, we haven't heard from uh, Podcast Help Desk in, in a few hours. Let's see if they got anything new. And it hits my RSS feed and says, oh, hey, there's a new episode. And it downloads it directly from me. Apple has nothing to do with it. The Apple servers have nothing to do with it. It's it's totally done from your computer to my hosting provider and my RSS feed. So you do not upload anything to iTunes. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, just my little pet peeve. You upload to your server. You update your RSS feed by making a post. And voila, people on iTunes get your new show and apple at, at itunes at the itunes store eventually sometimes it lags sometimes it's quick will get the fact that you have a new episode and will list it in your listing but just because it doesn't show up in your listing right away does not mean that it's not working i always tell everybody to subscribe to your own podcast in itunes and uh, if you're not using iTunes on the desktop, at least do it on the iOS app. And if you're not doing either of those, uh, well, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, the best thing you can do to make sure that uh, the big 800-pound gorilla knows about your podcast is to subscribe to it. And then you go refresh it after you've uploaded it. Uh, You look at your feed in Firefox and make sure it's all going. If you get it on your computer, everybody else that's subscribed to you got has gotten it or will get it. And eventually the iTunes listing will update. But one more time, you do not upload anything to iTunes. Stop it. <laughs> and along the same lines, just real quick, there's no such thing as an iTunes feed. There is no feed from iTunes. Your iTunes, uh, your feed, your RSS feed can be iTunes compliant, but it is not an iTunes feed. <laughs> and there is more to life in podcasting than iTunes. And like I said, we've, we've talked about that before, but I just had to get that one off my chest. Okay, here's, uh, here's one we sort of touched on earlier. Uh, I get this question a lot. My show description, or my image, or my host name, or whatever... Hasn't changed in my iTunes list. iTunes listing. I changed it two weeks ago in the feed, and it's still the same as it was. Well, there's where the be patient comes in again. Apple takes its sweet time updating things like show information, cover art, host info. Be patient. I've seen it take up to three weeks to update things on a good working feed. Now, like I said, be sure to check your feed. There's another website, feedvalidator.org. They're not totally up to date, but you plug your feed address in there and they will tell you if it doesn't validate. If it does not validate, 99% of the time iTunes won't like it. If it does validate, iTunes still may not like it, but at least that gives you somewhere to start. And then, like I said, look at it in Firefox and make sure that the new episode made it in there and be patient. But I've seen it, like I said, up to three weeks. And then sometimes... Like uh, when I rebranded this show, it took less than three hours for the name to change, the cover art to change, 
uh, everything changed. That was just a couple weeks ago. So as long as your feed looks right, iTunes will update eventually. It does seem that it's, you know, to me, it seems like if you put out a new episode, that will help speed things up. Uh, you know, I can't nail it down. It's it's like I said, it's it's like iTunes, everything in Apple world, iTunes, and so on. It's uh, it's kind of a mystery. You know, they don't publicize, you know, what they do, how they do things, other than, you know, they've got that podcast specifications page, but uh, it's rather technical, and and those who are not super technical people that still want a podcast may have a little bit of trouble with that. Uh, so that's that's what I'm here for. And if you have any questions about iTunes, like I say, uh, email me, podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com is the new email. Uh, same old Mike at MikeDell.com also works, but if you uh, do that, uh, throw throw a subject line in there, uh, you know, something to do with a podcast help desk or whatever, and that, that way I'll, I'll actually see it and, and uh, get it in the queue to answer. And the last one that a lot of people ask me is, can I track how many people are subscribed in iTunes? And the short answer is no, not really. What you can do if you are using Blueberry statistics, even the free statistics, or you're using Libsyn, and I'm sure there's PodTrack, there's a few others, but uh, you know the ones I recommend are uh, Blueberry and Libsyn, if you have to. <laughs> I'm not uh, biased. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in, in both of those statistic systems, uh, you can look up clients. And I'm not positive about Lips, and I know Blueberry for a fact tracks whether it's the podcast app, whether it's iTunes uh, application for the desktop, or whether you know it's played in the page, you know on on your page with a player, it tracks you know where people are are uh, consuming your content, even you know tracks you know whether it was on the Roku or the Boxy or the Samsung Smart TV or any of those other things, if you're uh, if you got your show listed in Blueberry, and uh, you get, you got it uh, featured in Blueberry, it'll also be available on all those devices, the set top boxes. And you you wouldn't think that audio would be consumed that way, but uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, I would say you know three or four percent, which ain't a ton, but three or four percent of my audience, you know, well for lack of a better word watches on uh, Roku. <laughs> and that just blows me away because all it does is show my cover art and it moves around the screen kind of like a screensaver and then you just hear me babbling along. But people do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. So it's well worth being in there. But really there is no way to tell how many subscribers you have. You, you can count downloads and that's really the statistic you want to focus on. Because it doesn't really matter how many people are subscribed, uh, you know, even through Stitcher and, you know, Stitcher especially, you know, that tracks on the uh, on the stats. So it'll tell you that, hey, you know, you got 25 people listen to you on Stitcher today. And, you know, so a good statistics system is good, but you're really going to be counting downloads. And along those same lines, you can't tell how long somebody listened to it. I mean, there's probably ways to do that, but there's no easy way to do that, and there's no accurate way to do that because a lot of people 
like me, I download the podcast that I listen to to my iPhone, and sometimes my iPhone's not connected to the internet. Well, I guess it is now, but before when I was using my uh, iPod Touch or my iPad, uh, neither one of those are connected to the internet all the time. And so there's really no way to track how long people have listened. The way I do it, believe it or not, is uh, if I get comments about something later in the show, I kind of understand, well, hey, you know, at least they're listening that far. And you really should listen to the end of my show because I always have special little things in there. Like today, uh, I'd like to uh, offer you 30 days free podcast hosting at Blueberry. And it's really easy to do that. You go to blueberry.com and you click on the create button there and then you go to podcast hosting and you use the promo code NOBS N-O-B-S that's uh, named after a book that I'm coming out with soon but anyway you go there and they'll give you 30 days free podcast hosting to try it out and if you don't like it you can cancel it and uh, you won't be charged and it's really a neat setup so go check that out, and it helps me out. You know, I I, I do the show; uh, it's available for free, and uh, you know, it's always nice to uh, support the shows that you like. I do that all the time. There's a new thing called Patreon, to- totally off the subject, and I don't have a Patreon account. Uh, I might at some point put one up, but uh, Patreon it does that, and it helps out you know some podcasters and other uh, creatives. Uh, like a good uh, good example would be uh, Jeff, Captain Jeff uh, of the airline pilot guy. He does a Patreon for his show, and it uh, it's really kind of slick. Uh, you know, people bid, you know, or not bid, but uh, pledge. Okay, I'll pay you, you know, two dollars a show for a maximum of ten dollars a month which is pretty safe because he does one show a week. So, you know, you might get four, you might get five, but, you know, so you're giving him between 8 and $10 a show. Well, you know, that adds up quick. You get a, a bunch of people doing it. And, you know, there's there's other podcasters out there. Uh, I know of one that's uh, bringing in somewhere close to $8,000 uh, a month. It's like, dang, <laughs> I could live on that. Well, most people could anyway. So... You know, that's something to, to think about if you want to monetize without advertising. But I would really appreciate it if you, if you are interested in starting a podcast and, and or you're on another host and you want to try out Blueberry, use my promo code NOBS. And that also works for the pro statistics, the premium statistics. You can get free statistics over at Blueberry, but, you know, the... the Pro statistics or the premium statistics uh, cost $5 a month or $50 a year. And uh, you can get uh, a month free of that also using that same promo code. And I do suggest that you get at least the free stats account, even if you are on Libsyn or Podbean or wherever else, uh, you know, if you're using some other kind of hosting, you know, at least get some basic statistics going. I'll do a whole show on how to set that up if, uh, if people are interested. Uh, it's, uh, it's not really that hard. But, and there's also, I think, some YouTube videos out there to show you how to do it. And 
you can always go to create.blueberry.com and read up all about it. So anyway, this wasn't really a blueberry commercial. Well, I guess it was, sort of. <laughs> anyway, next week I haven't really picked out a topic. Uh, you notice this uh, came out on Friday, and that's going to be my schedule every week. Sometime on Friday, this one's probably going to be later than normal. Normally, it's probably going to come out on Friday morning. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a little later since it's already 6.30 p.m. And I'm just finishing up uh, recording it. So with that, uh, I thank you for listening. And I will catch you next week. If you have questions about podcasting, how it works, how to set up your website or RSS feed, drop Mike a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com or email your question to podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. You can even tweet your question by using the hashtag podcasthelpdesk. Thank you for visiting the Podcast Help Desk. See you next week. Everything, everything, that's all, folks.